draft. Washington has drafted 12 first-round quarterbacks. 12. Only one has a winning record with the franchise. That quarterback retired in 1952. Hall of Famer Sammy Baugh. What is up and welcome back to the HT We Are podcast. I'm your host, Freddie Ham, And I'm Maddie Jane. And Maddie Jane, we recorded a whole episode. Yes. <laughs> right? And then what happened? Well, a player got released. And that was a pretty uh, important player in the grand scheme of things. And that player was... Dwayne Haskins. So long, Dwayne Trashkins. Hey, come on. Come on, Freddie. This man just lost his job. We can give him a little bit, little bit of respect. Come on now. Don't kick him on the way out the door. <laughs> Real talk, though. Uh-huh. I think most people are either, they're either indifferent, they don't care, or they're happy about it. I'm not happy that it didn't work out. Not happy that the young kid is losing his job. Yeah. You know, he is just proven time and time again that he's not contributing to this team and doesn't really strike me as someone who altogether really cares about the team and it's been like that for a long time when we look back at hindsight and everything and we talked about it in the episode that we recorded so we don't have to double down on it because we'll get there we're we're gonna run the episode that we already recorded we're gonna run it back following just our our comments here it's what we decided to do yeah <laughs> instead of record a, another whole ass episode <laughs> yeah we didn't need to do all that yeah yeah, yeah. no we, we were <laughs> like nah we ain't doing that <laughs> So I feel like everybody knew that this was just sort of inevitable. And again, it was one of those, it's not a question of if, it's just a question of when, right? Mm -hmm. And ultimately, I feel like everybody kind of knew. The only reason Dwayne was still on the roster this past week was because we're trying to win a division and Coach Rivera believed that Dwayne gave his team the best opportunity to win. And he puts the team before anything else. So he wasn't going to cut Haskins in that situation. If we weren't in that situation, you better believe Haskins would have been cut already. He already knew he was going to cut him. Then Haskins goes out when everything's on the line, proves that he's not the guy, that he can't handle it, that you can't win with him. So there is literally no other reason to keep him here anymore. Yeah. And you know, there is, I don't know, Freddie, if if you've if you've seen this, but there was an interesting tidbit. Uh, Peter Schrager, he had reported last Monday that Ron was ready to cut Dwayne like he he was ready to cut Dwayne that was about to happen he was like you know these pictures like we, we just need to cut cut him and that Doug Williams and maybe some others actually convinced him are you sure that this is best for the other 52 players like they convinced him not to cut him last week and that kind of because I think when it all happened like everything happened last week Everybody was kind of like, man, well, think about Ron Rivera's a guy that benched, you know, Cam for a, for a series for not wearing a tie or, you know, that kind of stuff comes up. And it would kind of make sense that Ron was, like, just ready to be done with it no matter what. And we don't know. Like, it's a report. And again, it's over now. He's gone. So it's, he got released anyway. Like you said, you know, everything kind of came together where I was like, okay, there is no point anymore. But that's kind of interesting if that really was the case. And if that really was the case, I love Doug Williams. But Doug Williams and whoever else is there convincing coach to keep Dwayne 
Shame on you. The reason why I'm salty about it, Maddie Jane, is because if Ron would have just went ahead and cut him, then we got Taylor Heineke starting this game, and we got a division title. I mean, it's always what ifs, but I think... No, yeah, we can sit here and talk about what ifs all day, but uh, a lot of pundits were very critical of Ron, you know, saying that him keeping him here, he's not practicing what he preaches. What about this culture? Blah, 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 right? Yeah. Ron is continuing to drive the point home of the culture that he's building and that nobody is above it. Nobody is above the team. I applaud Ron so much for doing all of these things that he's doing because he doesn't just, he doesn't talk it. He walks it. He, he does it, Yeah. you know? Um, and that sends a very, very clear message. And also something I wanted to mention that kind of goes right along with that. I know that there's a lot of people and there have been people that have been we weary about Dan Snyder's meddling and so forth. And that's a big thing because by all accounts, Dan Snyder, along with Bruce Allen, they're the reason that we're in this mess. Yeah. They're the ones that wanted to pick Haskins. And because that happened, we're in the position that we're in. I hope that this was the last bit of meddling and that it's finally driven home the point of, Dan, you cannot do this. Because look what happens when you meddle. And something else too, you know, Ron has control. He said from the jump that he was going to consult with Snyder about his decisions, obviously, but Ron is making these decisions. And I think it says a lot because you know that this decision does not get made without Dan's blessing in some way. Yeah. And if Dan is willing to really let Ron run this team the way that he needs to, and cut Dan's hand-picked guy, I'm very, very hopeful and excited about the direction of this team. Yeah, I agree. And I know some people are like, well, you know, he ended up letting RG3 get cut too. And yeah, 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 we get that. First of all, they're different situations. The RG3 comparisons to Haskins are so irrelevant. Right, exactly. It's not a comparison. People are literally comparing them for two reasons, and I don't need to tell you what they are, and it's ridiculous. First of all, Robert was actually fantastic. He had one of the best rookie seasons ever. Robert was amazing. Dwayne could not lace Robert Griffin III's 2012 cleats, man. Are you kidding me? He was dynamic. If Robert doesn't get hurt, we're going to the freaking Super Bowl that year. Yeah. I'm serious. Yeah, no, I agree. Nobody wanted to play us. We were up 14 points with Robert on one leg before he finally got knocked out of the game. You know, even though there isn't any comparison, Dwayne hadn't even finished his second season yet. Like, this decision was made pretty promptly after these things happened, and, it, you know, he let it happen early enough where, again, he didn't even finish out his second season here. So... I do think it, it definitely is different, and I do want to say I applaud Ron for how he handled all of this. I've talked to my dad a lot about this, because we, we talk about, he was so upset, my father was so upset when Dwayne got benched four games in, but I said, listen, like, we don't know. We both said, we don't know what happened. It was obviously, it was kind of seemed out of nowhere. I knew that, I trust Ron Rivera, like, if he sees something, that's not right. If he feels like he needs to be benched, I don't know why, other than, like, obviously the play wasn't great, but I trust it. And I think we can all see now that obviously it was, it was the right decision. And then there were people, of course, that are going to say, oh, well, like, well, he really didn't get a fair chance. It was only four games, blah, blah, blah. Listen, at this point, you can't say 
anything about Ron not giving Dwayne fair chances. He has given him more than enough chances. And one huge example of that is when everybody on Twitter, anybody that had anything to say, everybody said, this next half of football in this Panthers game, Dwayne better not come out and play the second half. But what did Ron Rivera do? He said, you know what? I know you played the second half well last week. I'm going to give you at least a series. I'm going to give you a chance to redeem yourself yet again. And he didn't. But again, that was just another point. And probably, like we said, if these reports are true, he was ready to cut him the week before, but still gave him ample opportunity to redeem himself. And Haskins wasn't able to. And that's, you know, it's a crabby situation, whatever. But I don't think anybody can say anymore. Ron Rivera didn't give this guy a chance because he had plenty of chances and more chances probably than he had, would have had elsewhere. But I do applaud Ron for it because I don't think anybody can say, well, this or that or he didn't get that. No, he, he had opportunities. Ron gave him a lot of chances. Ron gave him a chance to grow, to develop and try to become the guy in the amount of time in the timeline that this team needed him to be and it didn't happen but again I think it again just proves Ron Rivera's a real deal he's a great coach you know it's been a weird up and down wild ride that I know he probably didn't want obviously a lot of people didn't want this situation but I think he's handled it really really well 100% I, I agree with that absolutely and this is what I want to say I just want to have a final thought and we're done talking about Dwayne. He had a lot of potential and has a lot of potential still, I think. Yeah. Um, I think the biggest issue with Dwayne has never been his talent. It's never been a question. It's always been his character, who he is as a person. And quite honestly, maybe he shouldn't even be playing football. I don't even know if Dwayne really knows who he is, what he wants, what really really motivates him he, he just he seems like somebody who's like i said in the the episode that we're gonna run back he is someone who loves the adulation and everything he loves the spotlight he's just he's really into himself really really spoiled and just doesn't know how to handle things and, and i don't know if he just might have some other issues going on that that go in with that you know again i'm not I, I don't know Dwayne personally, obviously, and I, I don't know what goes on inside his mind. You know, my, my final word is just that it sucks that it didn't work out. I'm glad that we didn't let this drag on too long. Everybody really, really seems to know football, knew that this was doomed from the jump, even as far back as what you said about Chris Cooley and... And, and everybody else, all these football people, I'm sure that Ron and, and all these coaches and what everybody saw. So it's it's unfortunate, but I am glad that it's over. I'm ready to move on and wish Dwayne all the best, but I really am not interested in Dwayne anymore. So that was, that was really well said, Freddie. I mean, there's not too much I can add to that. My final thought, um, honestly, I was very upset and disheartened by what Haskins did last week. Um, just because again, you know, putting his teammates and the coach that we so dearly obviously love in that compromising position potentially was just so selfish that I was just really, really disappointed in that. But I will say this, even still, even still, the news today was a little bit saddening. And that's because I think, you know, just having that moment again where it's like, man, could this be our quarterback? You know, I remember, I remember so clearly the moment that he was drafted, the excitement I felt. I remembered when I was sitting there in FedEx Field when he threw his first touchdown in the preseason against the Bengals. I was so hyped. It was to Robert Davis. I got it on video. You can hear me scream and I posted it at some point. Then, Freddie, when I was with you at the Jets game when he threw his first career 
touchdown. I think it was just like a like a short pass to Geist that ended up. But it's still, it was his first touchdown pass. We experienced that. I, I felt like, man, I, each of these moments, I was like, man, I'm going to remember these 10, 15 years down the road. Like, I'm going to remember. I remember the moment he was drafted. I was thinking I'm going to be able to tell my kids, you know, I, I remember the moment he was drafted. I remember. And maybe, obviously, that was just way too early. But you, you do that as a fan, right? And so I did that with this guy because I did see all those monumental moments. Like, I, I was there. I was there, which was just something I hadn't experienced with a quarterback personally before. So even through all of this, I'm like you. I'm so excited that this fiasco is over with, done with. I'm glad we can focus on trying to win this game against the Eagles and make the playoffs, and that's what I want to do. But, you know, I, I'm still sad, and it's it's still a tough thing, just like you said, because it didn't work out, and we all hoped it would. If you didn't, like, what do you do, and are you a fan if you didn't hope it worked out? But we, we knew it was doomed, and so... You know, sad day, but at the same time, ready to move forward. And again, like you said, Dwayne, I hope that he can um, learn from this, grow from this like he says he wants to. And, you know, I hope that his future is bright um, in whatever he does, whether it's football or something else. But ready to move on, ready to hopefully make it into the playoffs with Smith, Heineke, whoever. Let's just make the playoffs. <laughs> Maddie Jane, we are in playoff mode uh, starting right now <laughs> yeah. because it's it's win and in. And it's a uh, loser goes home. So, yeah, we're right here in playoff mode. Uh, and we talked about that uh, among lots of other things, right? Yes. And the following is what we recorded before Dwayne Haskins' release. Enjoy. I don't know what to say, really. Either we heal as a team or we're going to crumble. Inch by inch, play by play. So we're finished. We're in hell right now, gentlemen. Believe me. And we can stay here, get the shit kicked out of us, or we can fight our way back into the light. We can climb out of hell. One inch at a time. This team had a job to do. This game was very, very simple. Win and in, right? Mm -hmm. So their job was to take care of business, and they did not take care of business. Yeah. As you said, so Ron continued to go with Haskins in the second half. Like I said earlier, I was already checked out in the second half. You know, I was going with a few more margaritas. Wasting away again in margarita and, and some really good conversation. I was out of Buffalo Wild Wings, so I was still... Yeah, so you were... I was still... You were yeah. engaged somewhat enough. You didn't yeah, have to be super engaged to this to know what was going on, honestly. Sure. Um, what was going on in front of me was much more interesting right. than what was going on on the, on the TV screen. Right, yeah. And and I think <laughs> I think the thing was, and with Haskins uh, in, the, in the second half, Ron, he ended up talking about it in his presser because, of course, the question was asked. All the fans kind of had our ma- minds made up like, okay, there's going to be a quarterback change. There has to be. There's no way. And then we heard um, that he was going to stick with with Haskins for at least a series and see what happens. And the ball did move a little bit more um, in the second half in those first couple series. But I understood what he said because in his presser he said, you know, last week Dwayne did better in the second half. He was able to move the ball in the second half. Almost made the comeback in the second half. So I understand giving – this is why, like, I do put it on Ron, but I understand what he was doing because – 
he did. Like last week, Dwayne Haskins had a very good second half. We all saw it. So, you know, he was trying to give him the chance to do that again. But it became very obvious very early on, like that was not happening. And so even though like I feel like it's it's a tough place, but I think Dwayne just had so many chances. Uh, it's it's just kind of becomes mind blowing, like how many different chances he had. And it sucks that he couldn't, you know, take advantage of them. But here we are. Um, it's definitely been a week for Haskins. That's for sure. Yeah, Haskins has said, uh, he was said, he was quoted saying that this past week has been the worst week of his life. Yeah. Which, you know, I mean, that statement in itself is just kind of telling to how, and I don't want to pile on the, the quote, Haskins hate. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't say anything, we can't say anything that really hasn't already been said by lots of people talking about his immaturity, his lack of focus... Um, how out of touch he is with everything. Uh, you know, a lot of people just want to go, when he says something like, oh, it's been the worst week of his life, all of us just kind of want to say, well, boo-hoo. Aw, it's yeah. been the worst week of your life, you know? Like, you made a choice. Yeah, I you mean... You got in trouble but, for it. Not, not to mention the fact you got... Uh, and I forget where this was brought up, you know, because I, I read so much and take in so much information, but... Um, you, like you juxtapose that with Jonathan Allen's on Good Morning Football last week, and he's they're talking about his being nominated for Man of the Year, right. and he's talking about his program and stuff, and going through the foster care system, yeah. and all the struggles that he's been through, and I'm sure you know lots of other people on the team that Dwayne is is part of, and their struggles and what they've been through in their lives, and this has been the worst week of your life, buddy. Yeah, it just reeks of, and I hate that word, but it's been the word that's been associated with him since he's gotten here, and I feel like it 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 fits, and it's that word entitlement. Mm. I think Dwayne felt entitled to a lot, even from the jump. You know, I haven't said it explicitly on this show, and I don't know if other people have thought about this, and maybe I'm just being nitpicky, and what's the point in bringing it up now, but... Right from the very beginning, when Dwayne was drafted and he said the league done messed up, yeah, just the way that he said it, he just has never struck me, and I've, I've wanted him to strike me this way, but he just never has struck me as the guy who really has that competitive fire who's really, really playing for something greater than himself. I think he's playing for himself. I think it's always been just all woe is me. He's concerned with himself. He feels... Sorry when he gets caught for stuff. He's like a little kid. He's like a little kid, and he's immature, and the dude can't play. That's just what it comes down to. Like, he can't play. Sorry. And Dwayne is done. Mm -hmm. It's over. Right. It's over, folks. The fat lady has sung. Dwayne Haskins has left the building. Speaking of Dwayne Haskins leaving the building he at the end of the game, what literally, yeah, literally, literally left, left the, building. the building, and that was just a whole. Uh, you can speak to that, Maddie Jane. Like what? What the heck happened there at the end? Well, yeah, and it's been so because of course, of course, talking about after the be, game, right? Of course, there has to be the the drama where it's like he left the game and all this stuff, and then Adam Schefter's coming out saying, "Oh, you know, actually, no, he didn't just leave. They said that Taylor Heineke was going to be the one, so he didn't think he was going to... It's like, 
I don't, I think he like peaced out before even anybody had a chance to even see him and talk to him. So I don't know. That's just another. I think that they were just covering. I think so I think too. that Washington's PR team was just covering just to put out another fire. Yeah, which has been, you ha- like, there are only so many times that you can put out fires for this man. And, and like you said, I think, I think it's done. You know what? But I look at it and I look at what happened today and I just hope, and this may sound bad, but I hope that Daniel Snyder was sitting up there in that press box saying, man, I cannot interfere. Like, I have I have messed up. I have made a choice that has really affected this team. And this is, like, this is on me. If all the reports are true that this was, you know, Dan, Dan's pick, that's on you. That's on you, Daniel Snyder. Like, that is on you. I'm not going to sit here and act like I'm a huge fan of Dan Snyder. I'm not. Um, and I'll say it, that's fine. But like, I'm not even trying to pile the hate on him, but it's like, you know what? I hope this makes you never want to interfere again and just leave it to the people that you should leave it to. And I think he's doing that now, but I had that thought as well because like, this has really just been, especially this week, but it has just been a mess. It's been such a mess and it just sucks that we can't just be really just thinking about the playoffs and the fact that we have a chance and we had a chance today and we have a chance next week to clinch a playoff spot in a division title but instead we're going through all this drama like it's just so I'm so tired of it I think everybody's so tired of it so I'm just hoping that this truly is the end of the Haskins experiment in Washington as sad as that is because we were all like Freddie we've talked about it we were excited when he came in we were excited when he got drafted we, you know, got the sweatshirts. We got the, we were, we were ready. We were ready for him to come out and show what he could do. And unfortunately, it's been pretty much the exact opposite of that. And it's just been a huge mess. We have been very critical of Dwayne, but we're critical of everybody. Yeah. That's what, literally what we do. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes when I see the, the people on Twitter, and sometimes they're just being trolls. Yeah. But... We're literally, if you're listening to this right now, it's because you want to hear mine and Maddie Jane's opinion. Yeah. And if, I, I don't know why you're listening to this, if, if you're not interested in that. Yeah, we're not really but, giving anything else, yeah, any I, valuable right. info. But, but so. like the whole thing is, I mean, so yeah, we're, we're opinionated about everybody, but we've never been unfair to Dwayne. And in fact, we've gone the extra mile to give him the benefit of the doubt. From the very mm-hmm. beginning. Yeah. So it's not like we're just, oh, all of a sudden we're coming down on Dwayne. Like, no. We've given him opportunity after opportunity. This organization has, yes. the coaching staff has, yes. to prove us wrong. Mm-hmm. And he has not. Yeah, I got the Haskins hoodie. Maddie Jane's got one, too. Mm-hmm. I got a Haskins poster. I've got one, too. I got the same poster. Oh, yeah. It, it, hey. We did the same things it, on accident. It is. Uh, yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. You know what? And we're moving on. And here's the other thing. None of this matters now. You know what matters? What matters is our Week 17 matchup against the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah. That is what's important. Right, Manny Jane? It's not what... It's not what is interesting. Focus on what's important. Absolutely. Right. I love that quote. Yeah. I love that. A wise man once said that, mm, right? Very, very wise man. And I will, yeah. I'll say this. I think if we, we got anything from this game, there wasn't much to get. But I think, did it show us anything we didn't already know? No, it didn't. Uh, but it solidified something. So it solidified, right, that Haskins, he's not it. It also solidified that this defense 
is a good defense, okay? This defense is stout. This defense is better than good. Yes. And so, I mean, and I think that was already kind of solidified. But now, you know, I think that there's been times where, like, you know, our defense in past years would have a good few games, whatever. No, this defense is, is the real deal. It's the real deal. So, I mean, things are solidified. And so I'm just ready. Like you said, I'm ready to move on to next week with those things. We know these things. We can take them in hand and we can move on. And hopefully... Next week, we'll feel a little better than we do right now. Yeah, I'm glad you brought up the defense, Maddie Jane, because, yeah, we can put the whole Haskins thing to bed and just move on from it. I'm hoping that the next time we're talking about Dwayne is when we're talking about him being cut. Yes! 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 If, if, or, if Haskins, uh, I told you this, sure. if Haskins were to play next week, if Alex can't go and Ron put Haskins back out there, I mm. probably would not watch the game. Like, honestly. I don't think he can. I, I, I don't think he can. I don't think, it's, I, I don't think like, it'll honestly, ever happen, but if it and did. With the way that the team is and everything, yeah. I don't think he can do it. If Alex can't go, it's really not even a hot take. Shouldn't be. It shouldn't anyway, be. if Alex Smith can't go, we're rolling with Taylor Heineke. Have to. No question. Have to. Have to. Should have rolled with him in the second half. But, hey, you know, we, we can sit here and talk about what could have been, should have been, but the yeah. point is, you know, game's over. We lost. We did. And we're on to the next one. Yes. We get one more shot. And if we can't pull it out, we don't deserve to be there. Right. I'll tell you who's deserving of some credit, though. Here you go. Not only is it interesting, but it is also important. Yes, yes, <laughs> both. very true. The defense. Yes. And as you said, the defense is good. The defense is, it's for real. And so is that tandem of Chase Young and Montez Sweat, especially coming alive in the second half. Yes. But the defense allowed zero second half points for I don't know how many times that makes it this year. We do all of this with zero offensive aptitude in the first half of games. Yeah. So... If the offense just plays a little bit better, I mean, just a little bit better and scores maybe a field goal, touchdown. If the offense just scores 10, 13 points, maybe two touchdowns is asking too much. But if we score a few times in the first half of these games and don't go three and out so much and the defense isn't on the field so much in the first half, we're probably holding these teams to even fewer points and then having these shutouts in the second half, and then we don't have to be pulling our hair out in the second halves of games. I would love for that to happen. And even but you get what I'm saying? Yeah, no, like, 100%. Are we on the same page? Yeah, no, that's what we've been, we've been speaking that all year. I think most people have. It's like you don't have yeah. to have this prolific offense that's one of the best in the league and is breaking all the records. Doing all, No, you don't even have to have that. Just have, like, literally what you had with Taylor Heineke probably would have been enough. Like, and he was literally studying for finals a couple weeks ago. wasn't even on a roster. Yeah, studying so like, for an economics final. Right. So it's like, you don't have <laughs> come on. I mean, I'm not yeah. trying to take away what he did and, like, who he is as a quarterback because obviously no, no, he's no. a solid quarterback to come in and do that. But just think yeah. about it. Like, you don't have to have Pat Mahomes playing for you. Like, you really don't. So, yeah, that's a very yeah, fair And my point, point again – no, and like I'm saying about this defense, because the one thing where people are trying to find their way in to be critical about the defense, it's the same type of people who are critical of Chase Young not having enough sacks, mm. which is the most like ludicrous like BS. Just watch him play. Right. 
Not to mention he had a sack, so and the everything else that he does, causing fumbles and all causing this stuff. By the way, that that Cameron Curl should be credited with forcing a fumble, and Jeremy Reeves should have a fumble return touchdown. We're gonna get to that here shortly i just want to finish this thought though about the defense like i said but people want to talk about the knock on the defense in the first half of games and it's like well we get a little bit more offense in the first half of these games and the defense goes from looking like it does in the second half to looking like it does in the second half the entirety of the game and i wholeheartedly believe that yeah you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they're, all, I they're mean, on the field the entire first half usually. Yeah, you can't, you yeah. can't win. They're gonna get tired. Like any, even well, it's not the best even about defense. that. I, mean, I, I do think this. I think that maybe it gives the defense, it, it gives them more looks. So I mean, because when they come out in the second half, it's really you know, like it's big time, big time difference. Yeah. So if they get fewer looks, then maybe that adjustment doesn't come as fast. But I think at that point, it's a moot point. It doesn't matter because if our offense is doing better, then. We don't have to worry about that yeah. to a large degree. Yeah. Moving on here, we talk, talk about how great this defense is and everything, but it doesn't matter how good your team is if you have bad officiating, and there was some really bad officiating in this game. You know, and Jeremy Reeves deserved that moment. He did. Picking up that ball and running down the field. I wanted that for him. Not to mention the fact that it would have been Cameron Curl and Jeremy Reeves' play as a tandem because Curl punched it out. Mm-hmm. And Reeves picked it up. I mean, even though it doesn't count, I feel like, you know, Jeremy Reeves, for that play, he deserves props. Oh. Yep. Oh. And there it goes. It feels good to be back on our own show, Maddie Jane. You know, man of the match over at DC Tweet is cool, but... Awesome. Yeah. You know... Feels good to give props. And I'm, I got a biased opinion, but, like, props is props. <laughs> it is. Props is props. You know, Maddie Jane, I feel like I feel like I should kind of sit this one out. <laughs> well, Be why? Because you didn't necessarily watch the whole game? Is that why? <laughs> I do my homework. I watched the game. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I I did watch this game in its entirety. I just didn't watch it all at one time live, and that is not something I usually do. It's very very rare. But as I said, I felt a certain way about this game and you know i had other matters at hand yeah and if you know freddie you know and most people that listen to this know he's not a fair weather fan you know what's up so yeah 100 but let me just say i'm gonna sit props out this week okay maddie jane you have the floor i think the obvious choice as far as props is concerned would probably be chase young just because he forced the interception that cam curl um, got and he also forced the fumble and recovered the fumble and those were two huge plays that really helped you know in in different scenarios would have helped even more but but you know like if the offense would have been doing anything at the time those were huge moments and you need a player that's going to come in when your offense is do isn't doing well you have to have somebody on defense that's going to come in and make a play consistently and that's becoming chase young he is coming in and making plays consistently so he obviously deserves props but i want to go a little bit different direction another guy on the defensive line that i feel like we haven't talked about in length you actually already brought him up but for another reason i want to give the props this week to john allen and there was one specific play that most people would remember. The Panthers were on the goal line. They were in the, the, the red zone. And it was a third down. 
and um, the running back had gotten past one defender and he pretty much had an almost clear path to the end zone. And Jonathan Allen literally came over there, like bear hugged him, threw him to the ground. It was incredible. Like what he did, it was like, wow. You just watch it and you're like, wow. Like most of the time, and he just, he's in the trenches and you know, a lot of times he may be getting the double teams or he's doing what he has to do. A lot of the dirty work, you don't notice it. I mean, he does get, you know, his sacks and he gets his, but a lot of times he's doing the dirty work and people don't re realize it. You know, they really don't appreciate it. He gets overlooked. It is. And of yeah. course No, I know the play that you're talking about, yeah. Maddie Jane. I I do <laughs> I do remember that play and I know exactly what you're talking about where he like grabbed him and just bear hugged him and spun him around yes. and he didn't like it looked like he had dragged yard. him down by his pads, but nah, he's he's just that strong. Yes. He's just got those kind of mitts and that's amazing to me too. Sometimes I even still watching football all my life. You know, and just kind of sit back and just kind of marvel yeah. at these dudes. Yeah. Just how physically imposing and strong they are. Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, we talked about it a couple weeks ago, but for real, like, we got aliens on this team. We really do. And Jonathan Allen is definitely one of those. And that play was, and they did, you know, yeah, did they score? They they went for it on fourth down and they scored. They did. But that doesn't take away what Jonathan Allen did there. Like, that was a big play. And again, he's been playing really well. And a lot of people don't talk about it because they don't notice it. But got to give props to Jonathan Allen. He quietly does what he does. And he's been so good uh, on this defensive line. have been a huge reason as to why they've been as good as they've been. Um, also, though, if we're going back to Chase, I, I forgot to mention that he was named a captain, and that was so well-deserving. I mean, I think everybody would agree. Chase Young is a captain of this team. He is a leader of this team, and he has been pretty much since day one, since he's gotten here. He's been a vocal leader. He's been bringing the energy, as we've talked about. Um, he's, he's a great teammate. He's a great player on the field, and he deserves that C on his chest. So props to him for that. Props to the team for giving that to him. A rookie captain. That's pretty bomb. I love that. So props to Chase Young. Props to Jonathan Allen. And you know what? How about a baby little just let me mention, let me give a little bit of props, like a baby prop to Taylor Heineke for coming in. He played really well. He made some big plays and some big moments. He looked good. I mean, he's just been here for a few weeks and he comes in and he immediately starts moving this offense and doing big things and making big plays and with his feet and moving around in the pocket, the awareness, all of that, making big throws down the field. I mean, it was, he was fun to watch. You know, I really wish I could have watched four quarters of him because he was pretty fun to watch. So, like little baby props to T Taylor Heineke. Be careful what you wish for, Maddie Jane, when you start talking about wanting to see four quarters of Taylor Heineke. <laughs> <laughs> you know where I'm going with this. But, you yeah. know, I will say this about... Uh, about Taylor Heineke. Uh, to be honest with you, I mean, we saw a lot of what made Taylor special in college on the field in this game. What impressed me the most about Taylor, you and I talked about it. Yo, pocket awareness. Yeah. Having a feel for the pocket, knowing where to move, where to step, and his confidence, his throws. They were good. His mobility, his ability yeah. to extend plays, keeping his eyes down the field. It, I mean, it was, he looked as good as you would want any starting quarterback. Now, albeit the sample size is small, but as good as any starting quarterback that you would want to see play. I mean, he was hitting receivers in their hands. They just weren't catching the ball. Yeah, there was one, there was one throw he made where I said, whoa, that could have gotten picked. That was like not the best throw. I know what you're talking throw. about, yeah. That was one. 
one. And but Dwayne makes those all the time. A hundred. He made like seventeen <laughs> in this one game. Like you know, no hate, but he did. So like I was holding my breath watching Dwayne with Taylor. I was like, wait, I feel confident that he is going to make the plays when he needs to make the plays. So one throw like that, and again, let's think about it. A couple weeks ago, I don't even think he was on a roster. He was. So it's like. You know, you do have to kind of get back into, okay, like, you know, like, I feel like getting back into that fast-paced NFL action, it may take a second, but for him, he jumped in right away, started doing what he needed to do, and that that was impressive. I, I feel like anybody should be able to recognize that that was impressive. Now, like you said, is he going to be able to do that for a whole, you know, a full four quarters if he has to? I sure hope so. That'd be freaking awesome, but... We'll, we we may see. We'll, I was going to say we'll see, but... I want to speculate I, on that. I don't know. Well, yeah, it's I don't one know. thing that I will say about Taylor. Taylor Heineke loves football. Dwayne Haskins does not love football. You know who does love football? Who? Chase Young loves football. He loves football. Montez Sweat loves football. He does. Jonathan Allen loves football. He does. Deron Payne loves football. Alex Smith. Comeback player of the year. Yeah, he he yeah, he loves football on a different you level. You don't you think he loves football? Come on. He's playing with one leg, playing with no legs. The man's yeah. got no legs. He's got no legs. And he's trying to and he wants to play football. I promise this is the last one. I'm sorry. You have this guy who was studying for his economics finals. You have this defense trying to keep you in all of these games. And you're so self-important that you can't keep your freaking mask on. You can't keep your nose clean for one week and take care of the business that you have to take care of. Oh, woe is me. This is the worst week of my life. Cry me a freaking river. Get off my team. I don't want you on my team. You're not part of my team. That's Ooh. how I feel. I mean, that's that's fair enough, though, Freddie. That that really is. Uh, that, that's fair enough. If I wake up in the morning and I see a notification that Dwayne Haskins has been cut, I have zero remorse. Absolutely yeah. none. Because not, he was given chance after chance and probably more chances than he deserved. Yeah. And what you said earlier about uh, teaching Dan Snyder a lesson being the cautionary tale, I think this is it right here. If this right here mm. does not drive the point home to Dan that what he had been doing was wrong, and now we're doing things the right way, then he'll never get it. Yeah, that's true. But I think, I mean, you got to be, you got to be blind and dumb and a whole lot of other words that I can't use right now, okay, if you don't get it at this point. And, and, and you know, and that applies to everybody. I feel like the defense gets it. A lot of these offensive players get it. Alex Smith gets it. The coaching staff gets it. Ron gets it. The personnel department gets it. The front office, finally, with the people we have in place, they all get it. And hopefully the owner gets it. You know who doesn't get it? Number seven. He doesn't get it. He doesn't get it. He's got to go. You remember when we talked to Jason, and Jason talked about the people in the organization, the kind of people that he wanted here, and the people that didn't all share this vision— that weren't all going in this direction, would have to go. Yeah. He's got to go. Wish him all the best. We'll be much better off without him. It's truly what I believe. And with that, we are on to Philadelphia. The record does not matter. We have one goal, and that's to go 1-0 and take care of business. Ron has a job to do. This team has a job to do. And the word came down, Matty Jane, this game, Sunday night. So what are you going to do? 
you gonna wear the white on white. <laughs> you gotta wear the white on whites. Oh, uh, Maddie Jane just like threw it in the white on whites. She, she had to break up this. Uh, I she had, had to break to. up my. Uh, Sorry. Uh, the the serious it tone. It was getting dreary, like, but it didn't need to be. You were a hundred percent right, but yeah, no, I had to. I don't get like this often, like. But but it, it like this was the moment. If you're going to, it, this was the moment. So like, I agree with everything you said. Like, I'm just 100%. saying what needed to be said. Yeah, and and I'm just saying, white on white, Sunday night, fight, fight, fight. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> That someone no, you know we need to get that over to the to the Washington football media team. They'll make up one of those hype videos with the with the Just voice of Maddie Jane. Nobody, and I promise you, nobody wants to play who can play us. White on white, Sunday night. A season of ups and downs. It all comes down to one game. You've earned the right for the NFC East Championship. One thing we gotta do is we gotta stop waiting. It all comes down to one game, win and in, for the NFC East title. Sunday night. Sunday night. White on whites. White on whites. Take it upon ourselves. Take it upon you. Team on three. One, two, three, team. All hail the football team. Sunday night. <laughs> White on white. Fight, fight, fight. <laughs> Peace. No. <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, but that's, I mean, that. you know what? Good. I want, I want this game on primetime. Because you know what? If this team can't put it together on primetime, they don't deserve it. Because I think they can. I think this is a different team than the years past. And this team has something to fight for. Philly, we've been in this situation how many times, Freddie, where it's like we have a chance to make the playoffs and the other team really has nothing to play for other than to spoil our chances. And it's usually a division opponent, right? Well, obviously it is. Cause yeah, it's win and in, and for lack of a better term, we shit to bed. Yes. This is the time... Like if you're gonna if you're gonna prove, hey, we're a different team, this is a different team, this is a different staff, this is a different culture, this is the time to do it. You can put like put your money where your mouth is. Ron Rivera, defensive line, offense. Okay. Put your money where your mouth is. This is the moment. This is your moment. And I think they're I think I think they're gonna mm, I don't know. I was going to say something, but you know what? Do it. I don't no, know. Do it. <laughs> I think. Do it. Come on. Just do it. No, I I, I feel good. Say it. I feel good. Um, whether it's say Alex it. or Taylor Heineke, honestly, this defense is going to come out and play. I think this defense is going to come out and show. Jalen Hurts ain't going to be easy, man. He's balling out right now. He is balling out. He's going to come out ready to play, and he's going to put up some good passes. He's going to put up numbers. Iron sharpens iron. That's right. So, you know what? Come out and play. Put your money where your mouth is, Washington football team. I'll be ready. I'll be waiting. Unless y'all start Haskins. Then I'm going to be asleep. <laughs> or I'm going to be elsewhere. Yeah, that's 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 not happening. It's not happening. I'll yeah. be there with bells and whistles. Fight, fight, fight. Fight, fight, fight. It's like it'd be like the new catchphrase on HTWR. Like, we have a few. I, I mean, like that one. Fight, fight, fight. And the white on white, that's... Yeah, we got to put that on a t-shirt. Hey. 
If we were the white on whites, we win in this game. Put it in stone, okay? It's happening. Yeah, you know, uh, Maddie Jane, I was actually kind of disappointed that we didn't come back with the burgundy on burgundy again. I know, because we real. lost anyway. You might as well. I was just... <laughs> <laughs> come on with it. Ugh. Yeah. Well, hey, we're playing on the road, right? So, <sighs> if we were the all-whites while Philly wears their all-blacks... Oof, that's tough. That would look that is tough. tough on, on prime yeah. time. I'm not, hey, and I'm not giving any, like, yo, for, like, I'm not, I'm not trying to give no respect to, to Philly, but, like, I'm just saying, like, that would be, that would be a whole look on the field. The black, yes. like, the, the all black uniforms, the all white uniforms, like, yeah. yo. That'd be, I, that'd be solid. I'm, I'm here for it. I'm here mm -hmm. for it. <laughs> we'll see. Oh, man. Yeah, we'll see. We got, hey, we got one more to go to get to where we need to be. And we can do it. We can get it done. Everyone's got to lock in and want to say this to everyone who's listening, all the Washington football fans out there, regardless of how you feel. It's been a roller coaster of a season, but we have a lot to be proud of. But season's not over yet. This is a call to arms, if you will. We need to support this team now more than ever. They need us. So let's give them support. Let's lift them up. Let's not tear them down. Let's let them know we're behind them 100% ready to run through that brick wall just like they are. Hail to the Washington football team. And let's get this dub. Week 17, it's for everything. It's the only thing that matters. Let's do it, and let's talk about a win next week. So until next week, we all hail together. It's what we do. It's who we are. HT, we are. Peace.